Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. I want to eat that buff chick. I want to eat that buff chick, Sal. Buff chick, Sal. BCS. BCS. Buff chick, Sal. What's going on, everybody? Today's episode, we found a couple articles, a couple snippets on the web. The internet never fails. We're going to talk about them, spark some conversation. Come up next on The Burndown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Burndown. I'm your co-host... Justin, a.k.a. the Dapper Cigar, a.k.a. the Jimin Missile. Nine, Jimin Missile, nine. A.k.a. Uh, Justin Isaac? I don't know. JD? Who knows? Uh, gentleman sitting next to me is Eric, a.k.a. Brother Cigar, a.k.a. Slick Rick, a.k.a. Easy E, a.k.a. your mother's favorite DJ, a.k.a. Scarface, a.k.a. Although you're Scarface, you're, what are you, Scarface righty? I'm Scarface lefty? I don't really know. Yeah, well, Justin now has a scar on his face. We'll call call you left eye. Call call you right eye me left eye. I guess who fucking knows? Scarface, thing one and thing two. I'm into it. Who fucking knows? I'm into it. Uh, if you're new to this channel, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. Be notified every single time we drop a new video. If you're listening, whatever podcast platform, drop a comment, drop a like, drop a five star, drop a subscribe, whatever it is. Check out the website burnonpodcast.com. Become a member five dollars a month. Um, and check out our merch and accessories. It's on the website. We got cutters, lighters, ashtrays, travel cases, T-shirts, hats. You name it. We got it. Come on now. Check it out. It's on the website. Just if you like anything, scroll down. You can leave. You can send us an email right from the website. We don't have it for sale on the website because of tax. <laughs> but you send us an email. We'll get it shipped out to you. No problemo. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so let's get into it. We got a couple articles. Yeah, let's go. There was one in particular that I'm just going to start off because I think this is going to, this might lead us down a, a hole. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So this was from uh, our good old Valuetainment, PBD. We love Valuetainment. Shout out to Patrick Bet David. Big fan. Need to get him on the show. Uh, this one says Cigar smoker. Overweight, drugs, and mental health is why 77%. Of young Americans, that's over three quarters of young Americans don't qualify for the military. Now, how does that work? What does that mean? How do they figure that out? Okay, so in the caption, this is what it says. 77% of young adults in the U.S. are not eligible for the service without a waiver due to three primary issues, overweight, drug use, and mental problems. The Pentagon's data exhibits a 6% increase from prior 2017 Department of Defense research which stated ineligibility of 71%. Uh, So they're saying, when considering young disqualified, or when considering youth disqualified for one reason alone, the most prevalent disqualification rates are overweight, 11%, drug and alcohol abuse is 8%, and medical or physical health is 7%, the study read. So that's when you go break break them down. But uh, this is ages 17 to 24, accounting for 44%. Most, most youth were disqualified for a combination of several reasons. 4% were eliminated for mental health while conduct, aptitude, and being a minor accounted for 1% each. So what I'm getting from this is that a large majority of young Americans that are trying to get into the military are not qualifying because they're either overweight, they use drugs and alcohol, or they have bad mental health. Yeah, but like what quali- – I mean we don't uh, – they don't have to give any information, but what actually quali- qualifies them for drug and alcohol abuse? Like what is that 
really mean? Like, I don't, I don't know how the form, I guess. I mean, I guess they ask you like how many, you know, how many drinks do you have a, a day on average? And then, I mean, technically if you have, you know, one to two drinks a day, they, they, it's considered alcohol abuse if you're drinking every day. Is it? Um, if you use drugs regularly, so if you smoke weed or use any yeah. drugs, but yeah, that makes another sense. one is the large majority is being overweight. Surprise, surprise. Right, and this is another reason why I, I believe they had to lessen the physical qualifications oh to get into God. the military because people couldn't do pull-ups anymore. So they said, oh, no, you can dead hang. Or you couldn't do push-ups anymore. Instead of doing 20, you can do 10. Come on. I mean, Just, what, is the, what is this? But what, are you, but what is it saying? Uh you know, you're just lowering the standards. Right. And that's what I was getting at is what are you doing when you are lowering the standards because people can't um, can't perform to the standard, right? So it's I think of it like this. Let's say you got, you know, instead of trying to build people up to meet a higher expectation, you're just lowering the, the bar so that you can you can pass them. Then, you know, it goes back to, like, when they say, like, defunding the police and shit like that. It's like, when you start talking about that, who, people don't want to start risking their life to be a police officer. So, what's going to happen? You start lowering the qualities of accepting people who will take police positions. And they're just lower quality people because now it's not that hard to get into the police force. Or at least, like, that, no, mil- you're right. It's because it should be hard. Like, especially in the military... And it should be a – you should have to have physical strength, right? If you're going to go to war, God forbid something happens and you need to drag somebody off of a battlefield, but you can't even pull yourself up on a pull-up bar and you can't do one push-up. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you're going to drag a 200-pound man off the battlefield? That's it. Let me see here. You know, or if you can't run a mile – and you got to carry all this freaking weight around. You got to carry 50, 70, 500 pounds of gear, but you can't even run a mile yourself without any gear on, just shorts and sneakers. Like it, it, I'm, it's like there's so much stuff going on in the world that makes you really scratch your head. And like, how are people in power in elite positions saying, yeah, okay, that makes sense? And are they guarantee other countries aren't doing this? No. Look at the military in other countries. They are all yoked. Come on, son. This is. The obesity in America right now. So let's see here. This one is healthline.com. So it's estimated that a little over 42% of American adults have obesity, while about 30.7 are overweight. What does it say? How many have obesity? It is estimated a little over 42% of American adults have obesity, while about 30.7 are overweight. Overall, more than two-thirds of American adults in the United States are overweight or have obesity. Adults between ages 40 and 59 are more likely to have obesity. This other article from... So they're saying over 70% of Americans are either overweight or obese. Yeah, and I, I've always said like half of America is over, overweight. You know? That is ridiculous. And that's why 77%. That's high. This is from singlecare.com. Uh, nearly 40% of American adults age 20 and over are obese. 71.6% of adults age 20 and over are overweight. So overweight is like, okay, you're not obese, but you're not at the ideal weight. You're obesity, not the ideal weight. I, obesity is like, damn, you're fucking fat. Damn. 
Yeah, but I, this this is the problem with America. Is it's like we're going in the wrong direction because we're just saying, you know, you know and what, it, be, you know what, it's okay to be, it's okay to be overweight. Like and, it's okay man, to be. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not okay. I'm sorry. It's not okay to be unhealthy. You're glorifying being unhealthy. You want to know what the least obese state is in America? Let me take a guess. Least mm-hmm. obese state in America. I don't know. It's probably going to be one of like the north central states. Colorado, 23% of the state population is obese. One out of four people. What's yeah. the highest? Mississippi, 39.5. I just, I, I don't And it's agree. not overweight. No. Obese is like obese. you're big. You're big. Yeah. Overweight's like the ideal weight is you're uh, supposed to be 200 pounds at age, at age 30, at 6'2", but you're actually 220. I think they yeah I think they do it by like the BMI your body yeah. mass index yeah. or something like that right because obviously if you're you know if you're you can't just say all right you're 25 years old you should be you know 200 pounds it'd be like all right you're six foot six you should probably not be 140 pounds you should yeah. probably be 230 at six foot six right Let's but yeah. I, I don't I've noticed that and that's been a problem for a while obesity America the same reason why you know. All you see, all the advertisements you see is McDonald's and Burger King and and well, you want to talk about Taco that? Bell and everything is you know go to go to McDonald's and get a burger for a dollar. But Quick then easy we- fix. This is why are so many people overweight. The fundamental cause of obesity and overweight is an energy imbalance between calories consumed and calories expended. Globally, there has been an increased intake of energy dense foods that are higher in fat and sugars. Yeah, we push sugar. Want to know the least? Uh, Look at all of the stuff that is pushed on commercials nowadays. They used, they used to have commercials for were exercising, right? Where kids get out yeah. and exercise, right? But get what's the play. first thing when you have a problem and you go to the doctor? First thing they do is they try to pump you full of shit. Instead of saying, no, the reason why your feet hurt is because you're 400 pounds at five foot six. That's why your feet you hurt, right? The reason why you're swelling is because you don't drink enough freaking water. Don't take a water pill or don't take a... Um, Blood thinner because you're you have high blood pressure. It's called get on a fucking treadmill, go for a walk, and eat a damn salad. What do you mean when you go to the doctor they pump you full of stuff? That no, mean? the first like when you go to the, the first thing they try to do is give you medication. Oh, okay. right, because it's big pharma and they want to sell you medication. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna prescribe you with this because you're depressed. No, you're probably depressed because you sit inside all fucking day. Right, you're probably depressed because you're overweight and you eat garbage. You ever you've done this? I mean, you're a healthy individual. You know when you eat healthy for a while, yeah, and then you slack off and you eat garbage for like three days. And you're like, oh, what does your mood go to? Sluggish. You feel like, sluggish Ooh. and Boom. shitty. You're like, oh, I fucking wish I didn't. But when you eat healthy and you exercise, you feel great. Hmm. Let's see here. This is why is Japan's obesity rate so low? I don't know why. Japan's success in avoiding the obesity problem faced by the most of the Western world is down to three main factors. An appreciation of good food from cradle to grave, a lifestyle that encourages incident, incidental exercise, and a large dollop of partner... partner Daisy? Uh, yeah, a large dollop of... Da- a little dollop of... Do you sour cream? No, a large dollop of partner... Partner... I don't even know how you say that word. Partner, partner. Now I don't can't even fucking say that. It's a tongue twister. Oh, paternalism. Oh, fucking paternalism. What is that? Yeah, they're saying that they're that their parents, their parents, they have strict parents. Well, okay. Well, there you go. 
that's definitely well, Japanese people tend to be very yeah. you know, strict and respectful and disciplined. It's just part of the culture. Whereas over here, I couldn't even say that word. What is that word? Paternalism. Paternalism. I'm like partner. Partner. But yeah, I think it's just. It's a shame that we glorify being unhealthy. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. It's it's glorify. It's every. It's okay to be overweight. It's okay. It's on the inside that counts. Yes, I understand what you're saying, but that's just something that lazy people will tell you so that you don't have to exercise. I mean. It's, it's, it's a, uh, what do you want to say? Yeah, it's easier just to be told, oh, you're big because of this and just feel bad for yourself. It's hard to work out. It's hard to be disciplined. It's hard to be in a routine. Which is why it's worth it. Well, yeah, 100%. Right? If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But it's hard work to stay in shape, which is why you live longer and you get the benefits of putting in hard work. No doubt. Look at my boy Ray Cash Care, 51, push-up king. Right? You look better. You feel better. Your mental health is better. You live longer. You have less risk for heart disease, heart failure, all these things. could smoke more cigars when you're more healthier. But it's harder to accomplish all of that, which is why the results come. The results aren't just – you're not just awarded it for being lazy. You don't just get to have a great body, live longer, and have less risk for, for health issues by being lazy. No doubt. <laughs> You reap what you sow. If you put in the work, then you get the benefits of everything. If you don't put in the work, you become a lazy piece of shit. Yeah, and you know, I I do see, you know, I do see a little bit of if you want to buy healthier foods, it is more expensive. I get that, but not really though. It, it, I would say there it is a little more expensive to eat healthier, but there's still all other alternatives. If you can't afford to buy all the fancy healthy food, you can still exercise. You can still reduce your portions. You don't have to eat like a Gavon every single time. Right, right. And I, I would say that it depends because if let's you say. go to the store, right, eating healthy, let's say you eat three meals a day, you can have, if it's just you, all right, you get a carton of eggs mm-hmm. for what, five, six bucks? Carton of eggs. Unfortunately, and a, yeah. So let's say you get a carton of eggs and a bushel of bananas that's breakfast for the week it'll cost you seven dollars it's a dollar a day for breakfast for the week well that's the thing you know that's what i'm saying you don't don't, people don't expand like thinking they're thinking like that they don't like break it down like that all right how much instead of buying like just for example instead of buying a sandwich for 15 dollars every day right you go to you work five days a week what is that that's $75. $75 a week. Or you could buy $20 worth of cold cuts. That's why I'm saying it's cheaper to eat healthier. You can spend $80 for the month eating cold cuts all week. Or would you say $75? What's that? $75 for- That's $300 a month? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I go, it's actually, but it goes back to people being lazy. They don't want to cook it. They don't want to wake up every day and make your Bro, I still eat peanut butter and jellies for lunch. Do you really? I still eat peanut butter. It's just- I love peanut butter and jelly, and it's a, if I am on a time constraint, it's easy to make, and I got lunch for tomorrow. It saves me 10 bucks. I remember eating boring as shit, but it was healthy. I would eat the same breakfast every single day. I would make a shake, be two scoops of protein, banana, milk, or use almond milk, and um, dude, it's so easy. And peanut butter, breakfast every day. Lunch was same shit every single day. 
It's like chicken and rice and broccoli. Boring as fuck, but it was healthy. Dinner every single day. Ground beef and rice. Boring as shit with a little bit of Frank's Red Hot or Crystal White. Dude, I I mean, I love eating or crystal know, ground hot, so it's not chicken crystal or white, ground beef with rice. I can eat that every day. That's what I'm saying. And it's boring. Uh, and it used to cost me. Now it'll probably cost you know, $75 a week because the inflation goes up. But it's like 50 bucks a week. And I was eating like four meals a day. Yeah, it's great. Five meals a day. It was 50. And, and oh, then I they was, go, oh, well, you know, it's so, it's so expensive to eat healthy. No, it's not. It just requires a little bit of effort. Yeah. Just, just like anything else in this world. Just do a little research and figure it out. Man, we went from military to fucking obesity and weight loss. That's why I knew it was going to be a good article. So I was like, it kind of... it. But like, yeah, I get it. Just put in the work and you can have the results. To go back to the military thing, but with the mental... I feel like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, not always people had mental issues. They were just, you know, people, young people. I'm not talking about older people, but like... The generation coming up, like Gen Z, you know, they're the highest in, like, gender dysphoria or whatever you want to call the it. The fuck does that even mean? Exactly. But it's like... What, what What is gender dysphoria? Is that like, I'm not sure if I'm a man or a woman? Gender dysphoria... I, 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 was, just, I was listening to a Joe Rogan... Google it, because I haven't... I was watching mean? a Joe Rogan podcast, and this lady was talking about it. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... A sense of unease that a person may have... Like, because of a mismatch between oh, it's a sense of unease that a person may have because of a mismatch between their biological sex and yeah, so they're not sure if they're a man or a woman. Like what she was saying was like you know young bo- like majority like the whatever uh, test she took, she was like young boys, a majority of them ha- ha- like at age two. Now I'm not saying age they, two, age no. This, this is what I'm trying to say. Like little little baby boys. They would be like, oh, I want to play with the girls. I want to play with the girl toys. But then, like, by age five, they grow out of it, and they go back to being a boy. And it's just, like, a part of processing. Like I've, I've And now, it too, they're like, oh, he wants to play with the girl toys. That's well, it. He's then, a girl. And that goes back by the parents. Like, the parents are like, oh, well, he likes playing toys, and he must want girl clothes, so let's make him a girl. And it's like, no. It's no, just a he's just – a lot of times they want to play with those because they, they, they're kind of like um, – I have a, I have a they friend. They just want to play because they don't want to – they don't want to be excluded from whatever's going on. So she's yeah. playing with I want to play with that too. I have a friend <laughs> that's a girl and her and her parents would always make a joke how she when she was growing up, she wanted to have a penis. She was like, ha and she's a good looking girl. She's like, when I was a kid, I always said, I wanted a penis. That was back in the fucking nineties. And what did her parents do? Oh, you're just being silly. <laughs> silly girl. Today it's like, oh, we, we gotta get him a surgery. We gotta get that we gotta get we, that girl penis. We gotta get the girl penis. You know, so I think it has to do with the parents today and also just not letting kids grow up. And that's why the whole thing about this whole mental illness thing. I feel like you know, younger generation, they don't really have mental illness. Some do, obviously, but it's also like a part of growing up. Like you grow up yeah. confused, you know, what you want to do with your life, you know, your family issues, you know, what you feel internally, going through fucking puberty. It's all fucking confusing being a young kid. So, so just let yeah. it play out. I think another example of this is like when you see all these kids, they'll be younger kids. And it's both boys and girls. Boys a little bit more because boys tend to be a little bit hyper. But you see them, they're, they're bouncing off all the walls and they go, I don't understand. They, they, they're just so hyper all the time. And they go, okay, well, and they say, oh, he might have ADHD. He might be a, might need to put him on medication. I said, no, 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 no. He's hyper all the time. One, because he's a young boy, he's got a lot of energy. Yeah. And two, what are you feeding him? You feed him fucking sugar for breakfast, sugar for a snack, sugar for lunch. Yeah, he's going to be wired all the time. 
said now you say, oh well we can kids are young we can just put whatever no no you have to instill these habits because if you pump them full of sugar then all they're going to want for the rest of their life is sugar. You might give them a risk of getting diabetes because they're just so used to no. sugar and they can't process it the same way. And on top of that, you're pumping a young kid that's full of energy already that just wants to go, go, go with something that is going to pick them up and give them energy to go, to go, go, go. And yeah. no wonder they're hyper. And then they say, oh, and then he, he crashes. So he's got really high mood swings. He's going high to low. I said, yeah, because you're pumping him full of shit. Full of sugar. He's going really high, and then the sugar's wearing off. He's crashing, and then you give him more sugar again because he's hungry, and he goes back. I go, no, a kid doesn't need to be pumped full of drugs. Just let the kid be a kid. And, and now, like, I want to know the statistic of where, like, the parents, like, our age today, right? What? Uh, how do I want to say this? Um, why are parents our age now today so soft? Like, I didn't, I wasn't raised soft. Why are parents our age? Oh, so you're saying that we were... When we like were younger, our parents were more disciplined and strict and yeah. tough on us as opposed to the parents that are now being soft on their kids. Yeah. like Yeah. What happened? Why Why did we turn into why a soft our, generation? Why is our generation of us being parents? We're not parents yet, but why are the people our age who have kids making their – why are they soft, first of all? And why are, their ki- why are you making your kids so soft and like not letting you – Go through the process of life. Why are you trying to? Like, yeah, you're raising a bunch of wussies. Yeah, like I don't know. It's weird. Am there was I- another thing I listened to. Um, uh, I saw. I think it was the guy from Shark Tank. What's his name? Mister Wonderful. Yeah, I've got his name. Uh, you know the guy I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know his name. Hold on, Mister Wonderful. Yes. Uh, what's his fucking name? Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary. I believe it was Kevin O'Leary. I saw. A th- I think I know what you're gonna say, so I can. I'll, I'll say where he was thing. talking about the participation stuff. Where mm-hmm. he said, "Kid comes in 25th place, we give him a trophy." He goes, "No, no I'm not giving no. you a trophy in 25th place. We're gonna ask you why the fuck did you come in 25th place." Yeah. And what do we need to do so that you don't come in 25th place again? That could have been the start of it. He goes, "People, people are they don't know how to fail anymore." He said that he learned so much more from failure than from success. No doubt. He said, so when kids are just getting trophies for anything, just to participate, you don't teach them the lessons that they need to learn from failing. And then when they finally succeed, they will appreciate it that much more because they know how hard it took to get to that level. I'll never forget. I mean, this is going back way back when I was when I was like in Little League basketball. But I remember like fifth or sixth grade, I made the all-star team. It was like a you know little league all-star team. I remember getting a trophy. Had like the shoe, and it was like it was like a bronze trophy. It had a shoe and a basketball. And I remember being like fifth grade. I'm like, damn, I made the I made the all star team. That's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. And the next year I didn't. I was pissed, but I didn't feel like I was like all right. in my head. I was like, all right, well, I didn't do good enough this year to make the all star team. But like, I wasn't like right. And then next year, like, I need to do better. I need to do better. Well, after that, I didn't really play basketball. I focused on football. But I remember being like, I I wasn't like, ah. Why don't I, uh, I need a, I need to get a trophy? Yeah, I need to get a trophy. I was just like, all right, I wasn't good enough this year. That sucks. On to the next thing. You know, I wasn't like a. You know, my, my I was always raised like we never complained. And if, when I did complain to my my fam, like my parents, they're like, why are you complaining? Yeah, you just figure out what it. To- I would always complain about math. You're an engineer, right? Always complain about math. Hated math. I would be like, I can't stand math. I don't want to do it. This is stupid. I'm never gonna learn it. 
And my dad was just like, take a chill pill. It makes you a well-rounded person. Just learn it and you'll feel better. And I'm like, and I've always, anytime I always feel like, why am I doing this? Why am I learning this? I'm always like, it makes me a more well-rounded person. And that yeah. Was a, and it might, it might, and that's, it might, a, it might not. No, but, and that's another thing too, is I remember you had talked about it on the podcast where math wasn't your strong suit. And there was one thing that you were trying to work on and it took you, you know, you oh. tried it again and you tried it and you tried it again oh, yeah, and again and again. Yeah. And you finally got it and you're like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. And you were saying, listen, some people pick it up like that. And for me, it took me 10, 15 tries to get it. But I got it and then I was great at it. Yeah. Like So some people, their brain works differently. Like for me, math is easy to me. But when it comes to like history and other things, I wasn't a good history guy in social – I wasn't good like that. I understood the math thing. So for me, history took a little bit more of just read it over, read it over, read it again, read it again, read it again. And then I got it versus math. I was like, no, I got it. So certain topics, people's brain works differently than others. So certain areas will come natural to some and not to others. But those others, certain things will come natural to them and not to this person. Mm-hmm. And all just, and, and like you said, you don't complain. Just figure it out. It makes me a well-rounded person. I'm going to get it eventually. It's not like, you know, you don't like throw up your hands and say, oh, it's, it's, uh, I can't do it. And throw like a little hissy fit. Like, yeah, I was like a co- loser. I was, I was in co- I, loser. Loser. L7 weenie. But I was referring to L7. L7. I never understood that. What is, because it's an L7 seven. weenie. But I, I think it goes, yeah, because I think you're. It was a W. Yeah. I so think. he's like an L7 weenie. Weenie. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. But he doesn't do the weenie in the movie. He just goes, L7, weenie. I'm like, where's the W, bro? Yeah, I don't know. That's you got to turn it, you gotta turn that, turn it around. But uh, but yeah, when I was in college, a lot of my I – was, I was a marketing degree, but a lot of it was like accounting 101, finance 101, and I was like, shit, this is going to suck. But – and I had, like a, I had like a little scholarship, so I was like, well, I need to maintain a 3.0 average or I'm going to lose it, so – Figured it out, but I mean, but it goes back to my what dad. What do you say, Fitfo? Figure it the fuck, fuck out. out. But it goes back to my dad because my dad, as anyone my listens and watches, dad. <laughs> my dad. But anyone who knows my dad and Justin work together, and my dad always says, you know, I wasn't a smart guy. He's an electrical engineer. He's like, I just tried a lot harder than everyone else. He would, he would go to class, and he always tells a story that he would study for eleven hours, and that's back in the day when you know. Calls and calling after 11 o'clock was cheaper. He's like, I would come home, study all day, and then call your mother at 11 o'clock or 11.01 because it was, you know, 50% cheaper. It was cheaper. He's like, but I just studied. I just put my face in a book and figured it out. So I guess he saw my other brothers are good at math and science or engineers. But he was like, if you just continue to do it repetitively and figure it out and figure it out and figure it out, fail, fail, fail. You're going to get it. Yeah. And I remember being like feeling so satisfied that I figured out the math equation. Right. I was like, holy shit, that's all it takes. That's so easy. Why did it take so long? But yeah. But but if you would have given up, you would have never gotten that satisfaction. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I remember in um, I remember when I was playing basketball growing up, uh, I was on a travel team, an AAU team that you had to pay for, right? But I remember my coach, the first day of practice, he invited all the parents and he had all the parents there, and he told them, listen, yes, you are paying for your child to be on this team. He said, you are paying for the tournaments. You are paying for us to go there, for the lodging, all that stuff. He goes, however, don't be um, 
what do you say? Don't miss. What's the word? He said, don't be confused or don't uh, be misinterpret. You're paying to be on this team that you're paying for playing time. He goes, those who work the hardest in practice will, are going to be the ones that play. He says, those that are performing the best that are going to be the ones that play. Mm-hmm. He says, just because you pay to be on this team doesn't mean you're guaranteed playing time. If you pay for the $1,000 it was to be on the team back then, which you know a lot for a travel team, just because you pay that to be on the team, if your kid doesn't sh- shows up late to practice or doesn't put in 100% effort to practice, he will not play. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And you coming up to me and complaining that I'm paying for him and he deserves to be on the floor in front of the college, co- I don't want to hear it. He said because the ones who work the hardest in practice will get playing time. And, I was, and, and, every, and all the parents were like, yep. 100%. Makes sense. And no, we had a problem the rest of the season. That's how every Because if the kid wasn't was. playing, the parent would go to the kid and say, hey, what's going on? It's like, ah, you know, I was late to pride or whatever. If the kid was working 100% and wasn't getting playing time, then there's a different story. But it's usually, or maybe the kid's having a bad day, right? And the sixth man on the bench is playing phenomenal. Guess what? That sixth man's going to stay in at the end of the game. I remember in, I remember one on that AAU team, there was one game where uh, I was, pl- the first half, I was playing Terribly, absolutely, and I just was not playing myself, and I got frustrated, really frustrated, in my head, I was super frustrated, super pissed off, coach called, subbed me out, and he's like, what's what's going on, man, I was like, I don't know, I fucking suck today, he goes, really, all right, you go sit at the end of the bench, and when you don't suck, you come tell me, so he sat me the rest of it, for the whole first half, I was was in for like maybe five, sat the whole first half, and then second half, you know, you go to the locker room, whatever, he comes back, he goes, you ready to play, he goes, you better? You good now? I was like, I'm good, coach. Put him back. Then it was. Yeah. But he goes, all right, when you don't suck, you come and tell me. Let let me cool, figure it out. Come back. Today they'd be like, but oh. Same thing, in co- mm-hmm. same thing in college. I didn't start freshman year in college. And that's the thing is like when I was telling kids after you know I graduated college, I was doing a little bit of coaching with some kids. And I would tell them, listen, high school is way different than college. 100%. said, you might be the best player on your high school team by far. But when you show up on the college campus, you are just like everybody else. All of those players were the best team, best person on their high school team. Mm-hmm. That's why they got recruited to play for the school. Now, all of the best players. So you need to bring your A game. And if you're not the best player, then you're not starting. No doubt. And I didn't start as a, as a freshman. No doubt. I barely started as a junior. I mean, as a sophomore. And then, you know, you... Put in the work, you put in the work, you put in the work, and then you earn your playing time. Everyone just thinks now, today, you just you earn everything by just showing up. Right. They're like, oh, I did in high school. Guess what? I, I deserve a start. No, no, no. The best person at that position is going to start. Showing up is half the battle, my friend. You got to put in the, the fucking work. How the hell did we get there? I don't know, but that's a good, that was a good episode, man. You like that? We still got a half a cigar left. I know, but that was, I think we call it, call it, what are we at? 30 something minutes. Damn. See how that one article spin off a lot of things. Spins off a lot of things, man. It's, I mean, I'm really curious to see how history plays out because. Well, like they said, what do they say with the, the, the tough times create hard, uh, uh, hard times create, create, uh, tough men, tough men, tough men create Easy times, yeah. easy times, uh, create weak men, and weak men create tough times. Yeah, hundred percent. Joe Rogan like yep. said that. So true, though. So where are we at? We're in the. I think we're in the moment where 
soft men are creating hard times. Soft men are creating tough times? Yeah. Do you think we're getting into there? Yeah. I mean, I think we're already there. Yeah, so we are in the we are in the tough times section or no? Yeah, I think we're I think it's definitely tough. I mean, do you? I don't know what I don't know. We're definitely in the in the it's definitely in the, confusing the, time. In the soft to you know, that soft Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cause I mean it's grand it's 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 you know, easy times compared to what? Right? Like you can say, yeah, it's much easier time now than it was fifty years ago. Like like the now easy time compared to the fifty years ago easy time True. is different. Right. But I think in the cyclical uh Yeah, I just feel like I don't know. It's it's very I feel like I see and hear more bad than actual. Like, I think we, good. I think we're definitely in the soft men, tough times realm. Realm somewhere in there, creating the soft men because of all the shit that's going on. Uh, but yeah, I, I can see. I'm hoping that it's because it's it's not. It it could also depend on your. Yeah, it also I guess it goes on your beliefs, your experiences, right? Right, because you can say like as a whole there might be soft men creating tough times, but in your life, you can. I'm not a soft man. I'm a tough. I'm a tough man. I'm motivated, right? So for me, I'm gonna create easy times for my family. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? No doubt. But while you're while you're creating hard times, you're instilling. You know the morals, the ethics of not being complacent, because that's how I feel. You know, growing up, I didn't really have too many tough times, but I was always in, I was was always instilled and had characteristics of working hard. Not every not nothing's giving to you. You have to put in the work. You have to go out there and get it. Like don't think things are you're not you can't just expect things to happen. You have to do it. Yeah, it's that le- it's and that's that's the level of entitlement that people yeah. have nowadays. And I think where you're saying where the tough men create easy times, I think what we have to be uh, adamant in doing is the tough men that create easy times for their family have to make sure that they raise tough men so that those tough men create easy times for their family. I feel like that's me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like and just that's skip me. the soft men weak times. Hundred percent. Because you can make it easier times for your family. Because I'll tell you but this. But as long as you raise them properly so that they're tough mentally so that they can create easy times for their family. Because, you know, uh, generally you try to emulate your parents, right? You you know, if you had a nice life, you had a good life, you try to emulate what your parents gave to you. Or yeah. try to better. Yeah, or, try or, to. Yeah, yeah, be better. You know, or better. Better. Better yeah, life to try exactly. Right? Try to give your kids a better life than you had as a yeah. kid. Yeah, or try to give them the same or right? the same. So yeah, you certainly don't want to give them worse. <laughs> no, no doubt. So like at this, when my father was thirty-one, he did a lot. He did a lot more than I did. He already had us. You know, he had a house. He had a family. He bought a second house, and he had two kids already. Where I, you know, I just bought a place. I don't have any kids, so. I, I'm not like walking around like, oh, I'm not like my dad. You know? I'm like, all right, well, things are things are way different. You have to try different things. You have to work yeah. harder to get to where you want to be. Because, you know, today I'm like, no, oh, fuck. You know, I want to I wanna live more. I want to be better. I want to yeah, have yeah. more things. But, 
you have to earn it. You have to work yeah. towards it. You, you can't just expect it to be and like I, that. I also – I say a lot to people that uh, will come to me and say, oh, you know, this person, you know, my friend has a house and two kids now, and I'm the same age as her or him, and I don't have that. I said, listen, look. Everyone's different. Stop comparing your life to somebody else's. That's the worst thing that you can do. No doubt. Because life doesn't come with an instruction booklet. Okay? Their life is different than yours. Their path that God has for them is different than the path that God has for you. So don't compare. Said so Because the grass ain't always greener on the other side. The grass is green where you water it. So stop paying attention to their grass and start watering your own fucking grass. Word up. And build your life. I never heard that. Never heard grass that? Grass is not always... Grass is not always green on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? That's a good one. That is a good one. That's going like to be it. a great reel right there. Yeah. Great short. Yeah. I like that a lot. So, all right. Shit, now son. we can end it. Well, I don't know. That was a good note. That was a good note. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. The grass is always greener where you water it, my friends. Boom. Let's go. If you like this video, if you like this podcast, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell on YouTube to get notified anytime we drop a new video, a new short. Become a member on our website, burndownpodcast.com. Exclusive discounts, Revive Vinyl, Kansas Clean Distillery, CigarandPipes.com, Unicorn Hunters Club, and Nova Cigar. Also, 15% off our cigar, The Blueprint, FlyingCigar.com. And uh, just do it. Just support the boys here on The Burndown. We really appreciate everything. And uh, hope you like this video. Hope you like this podcast. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Cheers. Chin chin. Salud.